We're back, kicking it live on the hottest form of Alabama football talk with your man, Stephen Smith of Touchdown Alabama Magazine. Ladies and gentlemen, I was going to tidy up some loose ends on this segment and giving you my sleepers where the University of Alabama football program is concerned for spring practice, spring ball starting up on Friday, March the 8th. However, we will save that for after the break, which would give you four segments instead of the usual three on this edition of In My Own Words. Another reason why you should check out the podcast, we are probably the only venue giving you dinner and a show. But the National Football League Scouting Combine at Lucas Oil Stadium in Indianapolis, very entertaining, exciting this time around. And with the exceptions of Josh Jacobs, Mac Wilson, Christian Miller, and Deontay Thompson, all four guys were limited to what they could do on the field. Of the Crimson Tide players that competed in just about every single venue, the guys did well. Now for me, I'm about to lay down my players I felt like really made some money, really made bank, did more than just hold their own, but they controlled, they captivated, they grabbed the attention of coaches, scouts, general managers, owners, commentators, correspondents. They left guys with their head on a swivel going, oh my goodness, how did he do that? And to start this off, defensive lineman Quinnen Williams at 6'3", 303 pounds. For Grammy Award winning rap artist Dwayne Michael Carter Jr., better wise known as Little Wayne or Wayne, he's done some great things in his life. But probably something that's right up there for him was signing Williams to his Young Money Sports Agency because Williams made the New Orleans native look like a genius over the weekend. The man who was given the nickname 300-pound wet bar of soap who looks like a 12-year-old with braces and has a love for double-stuffed Oreos. By the way, Nabisco, if you're listening to this, please get this man a contract endorsement. But that's besides the point. Quinn Williams, at 303 pounds, ran a 4-8-3-40. This was the sixth fastest 40 time among defensive linemen in this class. But not just that. It was the fourth fastest 40 by any 300-pound player since 2013, which puts him with offensive lineman Taron Armstead, who ran 471 in 2013, offensive lineman Lane Johnson, who ran 472 in 2013, and defensive lineman Jay Howard, who ran 482 in 2012. But wait, folks, it gets even better. If you look at the names that I'm about to put on screen here, that Quinnen Williams had a faster 40 time than, you're gonna drop your jaw as I did. We're looking at J.J. Watt, who's an NFL Pro Bowler, an NFL All-Pro, first team, a guy that's constantly in the top 10 when you look at the top 100 players list in terms of the National Football League. J.J. Watt's 40 time at 484 in the 2011 venue 
at 290 pounds was slower than Williams. Williams at 483. Geno Atkins of the Cincinnati Bengals, a proven edge rusher, ran a 485 in the 2010 combine at 293 pounds. And Deron Payne, former Alabama teammate of Quinnen Williams, a guy that took Williams under his wing and taught him some things, Williams outdid his predecessor. Deron Payne, a 40 time of 5, a 49 at 311 pounds in the 2018 venue. Quinnen Williams faster than all three of those guys. And one more time for the road, people. The guy that Williams has drawn the most comparison to, Aaron Donald of the Los Angeles Rams, a guy who has led the NFL in sacks the last few years, coming out of Pittsburgh in 2014. In that combine, the 285-pound Donald had a 10-yard split of 1.63 seconds. Quentin Williams' 10-yard split, how about 1.67 seconds? Big Q can fly. The kid's putting it down. And in his on-field drills, we're talking power, speed, hands, burst. He's got it all. Coming into the combine, he was projected the top five pick. After the combine, he's looked at as a top three pick and is now squarely in the conversation to be the number one overall pick. He's put a lot of pressure on Cliff Kingsbury and the Arizona, and the, uh, Arizona Cardinals. While Kingsbury will probably take the offensive route and get a Kyler Murray, when you talk about facing Jared Goff, Sean McVay, and the Rams twice a year, Pete Carroll, Russell West, Russell Wilson, excuse me, and the Seahawks twice a year, and Kyle Shanahan, Jimmy Garoppolo, and the 49ers twice a year, you need that defensive disruptor. Quentin Williams is that guy. He's putting a lot of pressure on Cliff Kingsbury. If the Cardinals don't make the move, watch the San Francisco 49ers at the number two overall pick, and also possibly watch the Tampa Bay Buccaneers at the fifth overall pick. But end all, be all, Quinn Williams puts himself squarely in the spot to be the number one overall pick. Young man was putting it down. He was my first guy. Next guy that really made some bank for yours truly at the Combine, running back Damian Harris at 5'10", 216 pounds. And I mentioned this in a previous podcast. If you did not check it out, go to the Touchdown Alabama Magazine YouTube archives where you can go to my five guys that have a lot to prove in the Combine. I mentioned Damian Harris for the simple fact of he had to be able to separate himself from other guys in this group in terms of Elijah Holyfield of Georgia, Benny Snell of Kentucky, Devin Singletary of Florida Atlantic, guys like that, and he really did. Damian Harris, a 40 time of 4.57 seconds, which is a solid time for him. Um, he came 11th among running backs. He's not, a bla- he's not a speedster. He's not a track star. This is a tough, hard nose, one quick, one cut, downhill, north-south running back that will knife inside the hole, quick decision-making when it comes to hitting the hole and really picking up those tough yards, whether it's three yards, five yards, ten yards, or he'll burst a big run for a touchdown. But he's a guy that's very very decisive in hitting the hole, powerful, tough, hard-nosed, quick-cut north-south back. 
four five seven forty. Strong time for him. Damian Harris, a 37-inch vert, showing you he's got the hops. Finished fourth among backs. A 10-foot, a 10-foot one-inch broad jump, eighth among backs, showing you the power in his lower core to elevate on the broad jump. Even hurdled a camera guy, poor camera guy, but he hurled the camera guy, stuck the landing, showing you that side of his athleticism in the pass catching drills. I'm pretty sure Najee Harris at home was, was saying, hey, I taught D. Harris that. I taught the old boy that. So Najee Harris probably got a chuckle out of Damian showing the hops there, hurling the camera guy, and drew a lot of comparisons to Mark Ingram, 2009 Heisman Trophy winner for the Crimson Tide. And as I put up the numbers on screen between Harris and Ingram. Ingram at the 2011 Combine had a 40 time of 4.53, had a vertical of 31 and a half inches, had a broad jump of 9 feet 10 inches. We're talking bench press 21 reps of 225. His size 5.9 and 1 eighth of an inch, 215 pounds. Mark Ingram, remember, first round pick of a 2018, of the, of the 2011, excuse me, first round pick of a 2011 venue, 28th overall pick to the New Orleans Saints. Now when you would compare this to Damian Harris, 40 time once again, 4.57 seconds, vertical jump, 37 inches, broad jump, 10 feet, one inch, bench press, 16 reps of 225, Damian Harris, 5'10 and 216 pounds, those numbers very, very similar. Those numbers resemble each other. And the entire time, when you look at the NFL uh, commentators, Rich Eisen, Daniel Jeremiah, Bucky Brooks, uh, Maurice Jones, Drew, Kurt Warner, Michael Irvin, guys that were commentating, guys that were co uh, correspondents. These are also guys that have played in the NFL game. They continue to compare Damian Harris to Mark Ingram, and rightfully so. Their running style similar, their combine similar, despite the fact that Damian Harris an inch taller and a pound heavier than Ingram. Now, Harris is listed as a projected day two pick, early second round guy, could possibly sneak into the first round, and there's one team that can give him that opportunity and I look at the Baltimore Ravens that hold for 22nd overall pick. This is huge for John, for John Harbaugh, and here's why. The Baltimore Ravens recently let go of Alex Collins. It's former, it, it acquired Alex Collins in a trade from the Seattle Seahawks. Collins, a fifth round pick in the 2016 venue from the Arkansas Razorbacks. Collins was involved in a situation over the weekend where was arrested and charged with possession with a marijuana possession. Uh, the substance in question he had in, in excess of over 10 grams and also in possession of a handgun was released from the team. Did post the $7,500 bond, but was released from the franchise. Now, with him gone, Baltimore still has Kenneth Dixon, Javorius Allen, and Ty Montgomery but they don't have that guy that can build with the young quarterback in Lamar Jackson, who, by the way, did not have a run game at Louisville. He was the run game. He was the passing game. Probably could have been the receiver also 
if Bobby Petrino would have let him did that. But Damian Harris, 22nd overall pick. If I look at the Baltimore Ravens, I would pull that trigger if I'm John Harbaugh. But that remains to be seen. But he was my second guy, Harris, to really uh, make some bank at the combine. Moving on down here. Tight end Irv Smith Jr. Boy, but swerving Irvin looked like a smooth operator at Lucas Oil Stadium. 6'2, 242 pounds. The dude put down a 40 time of 4.63 seconds, tied for third fastest among tight ends. His 32 and a half inch vert, 10th among tight ends in the top 10. His nine foot two inch broad jump was 13th of a tight end group. So he stayed in the top 15 of performers. His three cone time of 7.32 seconds, 15th for tight ends. Once again, staying among that top group there. His 20 yard shuttle time of 4.33 seconds, eighth among tight ends. And he also had a, he also put in 19 reps of 225 on the bench seven for that group so in every station for Irv Smith he finished among the top 15 of tight ends basically giving scouts exactly what they expected from a young man that's projected as a day two pick he could also sneak in to that first round on the first night in question one of the things that impressed me about Irv so smooth, effortless in the gauntlet drill. Did not break stride, did not break his speed. Looked the ball in, caught the ball with his eyes, with his hands, tucked the ball away, kept his foot on the line, and just the burst after finishing the drill just made it look with pure, pure ease. He's got natural feel for catching the football with his hands, kept his concentration, on a lot of the drills, even though he slipped a little bit, caught his, he kept his concentration on catching the football. Once again, more than likely will be a second round guy, a day two pick, but could possibly sneak his way into the first round. And though he may not be the most overwhelming of inline blockers, he's a very willing blocker. And in this day and age where you have the National Football League becoming more offensive oriented with the league bringing in more of these offensive-minded coaches to help these quarterbacks be successful. And you have the tight ends like your Rob Gronkowski's, your Zach Ertz, your Tyler Eiferts being stretched out and flexed out wide. Irv Smith Jr. is going to be a bigger beast of a pass catcher, though. He may not be the greatest in-line blocker, but the National Football League will work with him in that aspect of his game, but in terms of making money, in terms of wowing the scouts, in terms of really stepping his game up, Irv Smith did that. Last but not least, a guy that made some bank in the combine for me, big bank, Jonah Williams, offensive lineman at 6'4", 302 pounds, and there was such a commotion, such a quarrel about, oh, his arm length is too short at 33 and 5 eighth inch arms. Oh, he doesn't have the wingspan. Oh, he's not going to make it. Oh, he's not going to matter. Calm down. People are really over-exaggerating the metrics here. This is the same Jonah Williams that last year did not allow a sack at left tackle. This is the same 
Jonah Williams at last season graded out at 90% or better in each game for the Crimson Tide. This is the same Jonah Williams at left tackle that took on Cleveland Farrell, one of the more dominant off, one of the more dominant defensive linemen, excuse me, in this draft coming out of Clemson, and he shut that man down. He did not even get a hand onto a Tonga Bangoa in the national championship game. Jonah Williams, strong 40 time of 5.12 seconds, had 23 reps of 225 on the bench, should have had 26 reps. He was cheated three reps because they claim he did not lock out, but I digress from that state, but 23 reps on the bench. Had a vert of 28 inches, not bad. A broad jump of 100 inches. And got a chance to meet his idol in Joe Thompson, who played 11 years in the National Football League with the Cleveland Browns, a uh, top a uh, high draft pick in the 2007 venue, played from he played from 2007 to 2017, so a very illustrious career for Joe Thomas, who is now uh, retired. But Jonah Williams, people made such a big deal about his arm length, about his wingspan. Strong, strong on-field workout. You see the technique. You see the core. You see his ability to, to knock out and shield a defensive lineman away from the quarterback. You see all the things coming from a sound, from a sound technician. The footwork, the ability to space his body, the ability to create his base, start at his attack point, shift his feet, keep often keep defensive linemen away from the quarterback, set up that edge and getting the run game started. You see all of the measurables that make Jonah Williams a star. Thought he made some bank here at the combine. In terms of Isaiah Boggs, he did not make my list, but he was a guy that really did pretty well. Held his own. Had a 40 time of 5.15 seconds in the combine. Did a good job in the stack and shed drill. Popping the bags. Showing that explosiveness. Getting in and out of the cuts. He also will be a day two pick. Probably a second to third round guy. Isaiah Bugs had a pretty strong showing at the combine. Well, folks, we're going to go to our final break here. On In My Own Words, as always, you check out the Touchdown Alabama Magazine app for all your content. You download it from the iPhone App Store if you're rocking Team Apple. Google Play Store of Team Android is your thing. Upon our return, we will dive in to those sleepers in terms of spring ball. Don't go anywhere, folks. We tidy up some loose ends on In My Own Words. We'll be right back. 